Good morning, Oregon. It's Tuesday, July 19th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Life. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Oregon's top health officials said that last month's devastating heat wave may have seemed otherworldly, but the state needs to be better prepared to react because excessive and dangerous heat may be here to stay. The heat wave is connected to at least 115 deaths in Oregon, making it one of the deadliest natural disasters in state history. Pat Allen, the head of the Oregon Health Authority and other state officials, said that emergency response is largely a local issue, but they agreed more should have been done after a year of rolling disasters for the state, from coronavirus to wildfires, flooding, an ice storm, and then the heat wave. Allen and others said the state could do more to help coordinate local efforts and reduce preventable deaths. The state's emergency manager said that the hundred plus deaths weren't an issue of inadequate resources. Rather, people either weren't aware of or could not access those resources, like cooling centers. The state leaders said they essentially need to be more aggressive in getting information out to the public during the next heat wave. The federal government approved more than half a billion dollars in revitalization grants to more than 2,300 Oregon restaurants, bars, food carts, and other food and drink businesses. The Small Business Administration released those figures Monday. Oregon ranks among the top 20 states and territories nationally in terms of total funds received. A few familiar Oregon names topped the list with grants exceeding $4 million, including $6.8 million for Capers Cafe, a catering company best known for its Portland International Airport location, $5 million for the company behind Multnomah Falls Lodge in the Columbia River Gorge, and $4.9 million for Mother's Bistro and Bar, the downtown Portland breakfast institution. Congressman Earl Blumenauer had hoped to replenish the fund with $60 billion, but Congress has yet to take action. The fund closed July 2nd. A former tenured English professor at Linfield University who was fired in April is suing the school, claiming it dismissed him for speaking up against alleged sexual harassment and discrimination by board trustees and the school's president. Daniel Pollock Pelsner filed a whistleblower lawsuit seeking $4 million, $3.5 million for losing his unique teaching position, and another $500,000 for personal damages to his reputation. The suit claims Linfield tried to silence Pollock Pelsner by firing him, an extraordinary move for tenured professors in academia. He held the endowed chair of Shakespeare's studies. The school and president, Miles Davis, have consistently defended the decision to fire Pollock Pelsner. A university spokesperson said the suit was, quote, disappointing but not surprising, and said the case had no merit. Oregonians can once again visit the state capitol after it reopened to the public Monday following a more than 15-month closure. During the pandemic, lawmakers held three special sessions in 2020 and a regular long session this year. Because of an extensive renovation project, several entrances and the front steps of the building will be closed this summer. Capitol staff are resuming visitor services with daily guided tours at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. starting July 19th. The Capitol store is also open from 10 a.m to 3 p.m. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.